Hi, I'm Lily. And I'm Dan. We are The Loaded. Hello, hello, Dan. Good morning, Lily. I'm very excited. Is it morning? Is it morning? Is it, it is evening? Morning. What I think is it? So. Well, well, in my time zone right now, actually, it's not. It's well, in the afternoon. What time zone are you physically in and mentally in Physically, right now? we're in Riyadh at the moment we at the Saudi event show, which is very exciting. Mentally, um, I have just sent a meeting request across four different time zones. Four different... Four, Five different time zones, actually. Well, you've just... Hold on. You've been in Qatar. You've been in Greece. You've been in... El Salvador. El, Saudi. El, Right. Dubai, Qatar, <laughs> Qatar, Qatar. It's like traveling to Qatar is like getting a bus these days. Pretty mental. Well, but it's good go. though. But, but, but you're looking fresh. Thank you. You're Botox helps. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just very grateful to be uh, at the Saudi event show. Well, no, this and is very back. cool. It's really it? cool. It is. We were here last year and it's really good to be it's back changed. again. Yeah, I think there's more people taking part this year. Last year was smaller because it was kind of on the back of COVID. That, some, that thing that we don't talk about. There's some great build here this time. There is, there is. And Saudi has such a booming events industry right now. So Speaking of who do we have in the studio today today we saw our first guest actually on our little special podcast for the side event show so no pressure we have um pramit and he is from zenial events pramit very welcome to the podcast thank you so much don welcome welcome thank welcome you. first question i want to ask because we were just talking about it two seconds ago what does zenial events represent what does it stand for so I'll just tell you like how exactly yeah. this word actually came into play. It's the X first. Like I really love this alphabet. So it's the X factor that what we wanted to bring in. Got you. I sat in Starbucks like for a couple of days and I was thinking out like what exactly that what we want to do with. So Xenial actually stands as bridging the gap between the guest and the host. So we are the bridge that what creates the comfort between the clients and the guests what they're coming nice very very cool and you guys are based out of abu dhabi i believe uh, abu dhabi yes okay so how's so how's everything going so tell us a little bit about yourself when did about you start the business. who are like, you yeah we want to know what your story is who is primit primit was a freelancer when he came here in ua in 2014 i was looking for some opportunities i finished my studies and then i was like let's go to ua because my sister was here so i was like let's find out some good opportunities because i think there are good opportunities so when I came, it was very hard to find any job because of the language. I don't speak Arabic. Okay. I didn't have the license. I didn't have the experience. And prior to my uh, finding a job, I did not have any other experience because I was just working, like studying. Yeah. And then no What did experience. you study? Firstly, I did uh, computer ba- applications, like bachelor's in computer. Yeah. And then I did MBA as well in India in business marketing. Like was a major and finance was a minor. Yeah. But then that thing also, that degree doesn't help in UA because I think there's some differentiation between the degree courses so that's what but then when I came here I started working as the first was as a scanner like for one of the events which I got it was World Future Energy Summit so yes that was my first event ever in my life I was 25 and I was like talk about baptism by fire yeah let's just say like what is a scanner I'm I'm assuming is that like registration Uh, so like it's a part of the registration team where people like now when we enter this show yeah we have our badges with of us course. so people who scans with the, okay. the scanner devices so that was i, I was with, taking care of the conference area so from there i got like really excited about events are fun like yeah. it's like a lot of people are coming from different communities different culture so i like it let's get more events like so that. you like the chaos i, I like the chaos a lot <laughs> And there's even definitely like chaos in the events industry <laughs> lots right it was the first time i ever visited and worked in an event in Abu Dhabi was 2014 but then the company I was working with and I got like multiple opportunities as well in Dubai in Sharjah in Abu Dhabi and then the same company hired me in June same year 
that was it. I was like, this is what my thing is. I love it. I love people. Though I was very shy in terms of talking in front of anyone. Uh, I never used to. When even I was a freelancer, I was quiet, work, go home, work, yeah. go home. But then this company actually gave me uh, a lot of boost, confidence, and people specifically. Yeah. From there, the journey started. And yes, and it didn't stop till 2018. I was like, that's it. This I want to do something else. This is it for me. I want to do something else. Yeah. I traveled in 2018. And then after nine months, I was like, what should I do? And I was still not finding a job here. It was very hard. And then this time of traveling, and all my like free space, I was like, this is what I want to open. So then in 2019, we opened Xenial, 2019. And it's your business. Yeah, it's mine. You've literally gone from like first entry into the the events industry to like, I want to own a business in the events industry. That's quite a bold step. That's definitely commitment, right? Yeah. Because like normally like, well, especially like from my side, Mm -hmm. I started off in the events industry when I was 16. It wasn't until I was, that's around my age now, um, probably like around about 34 when I was like, now I'm going to open a business. So I had lots of kind of work experience previously before making that leap. But you right. did that in a very relatively short space of time. I see there are like a lot of companies who does the same work, uh, but everyone has a different vision, different thought process. But our vision goes towards the human. Like if you see Xenia, like what our statement says, it's, it's like building genuine human connections. Got you. And I was talking to one of your colleagues and we are, since 2019, it's like three and a half years now. We haven't gone like, let's go do marketing for our business. Let's go out aggressively. But we have gone very organically. But what, before you elaborate on that a bit more, why the people side of it? What made you want to do this element? Because there's, you know, the industry is yeah. quite broad. You can come in from so many different perspectives and so many different offerings. Right. Why did you want to go into this space? See, it's the people who creates the event. Mm-hmm. Like here also, if outside the registration team members are not there, so you won't be able to enter in. If you won't have some promoters out at your stand, you won't be able to sell it with them. A lot of companies, they just take them for their presentation and then after that, there's nothing else. There's no human connection basically yeah. to promote them, to guide them, to support them. So when I was working also and during that experience, we have seen like a lot of differences, like education was not provided to them, trainings were not provided to them, the treatment wasn't that great the payments were not on time or like the modes were not good. So this is all all together. That's what we bring in Xenial from even the technology comes and helps us to build. So, so you wanted to give you wanted to give other freelancers a better experience than you had. Yes. OK, that's really inspiring. This is what we are here for. Help them, support them. Some freelancers are doing really great. Now they are our clients, too. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> exactly. So well, it, true, because I guess like they freelance on a project, they then potentially need more staff to facilitate or they get a, a Or they get, you know, a full-time, full-time work out of it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's actually, you know, if, if you look smart. at it quite smart, it's, it's probably the best business development yeah, tool. Yeah, you're, you're creating, you you, you've basically created your own... Uh, little ecosystem. 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 That's yeah. what we are working. See, it's, it wasn't on so our the, agenda. So the business though. management kicked in here. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it helps. It's for their future. So I'll just tell you, in 2020, when COVID hit, it was just like eight months when we started the business and we had nothing no funds nothing it's it's self-funded company as well no loans nothing did that freak you out when COVID hit it did it yeah. did uh, so during a couple of months we started doing the webinars we spoke to some our clients that can you please come and express about the technology about health and safety about health well-being so they were doing the webinars with us so that was good and by that time we opened our talk cloud for yeah. a month that's a that's a great initiative where we keep on boosting confidence of freelancers and then it still didn't happen. But one day, luckily, uh, I got a call. I was in Dubai Mall. But like, we need 20 people. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> yeah, like, what? Now? Like, yeah. <laughs> Where? <laughs> we, we, we've said, not had this for a while. <laughs> we need in Abu Dhabi. And I, I was in Dubai by then. Yeah. I was like, okay, but what, what exactly is the job role? 
but they ex- then they explained the job role and we figured it out it's for covid so covid actually helped us yeah it helped us to help people and help the company to sustain what was people's reaction when you said you were going to start an events industry business during a pandemic see it was like any prior to that but yeah. it was like are you sure you're going to do it there are like so many other companies who are doing it how would you get it 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 won't it won't sustain yeah it's it's just like you're going to do it in one year that's it mainly this was a reaction of everyone it's actually a good question like how were you confident to step into what is a slightly saturated market it is see uh, with staffing if you say that's what our forte comes in and i love this part i really love this part yes it's saturated but still there is a lot more to be delivered to be given yeah like just not with the humans but then when we bring the technology together earlier we used to do everything manual calling people can you work for this this is the job role um, here's the payment there's the cash for it when you go on site you have the briefing paper everything is there but now everything slowly step by step is coming digital yeah. like now for us people when they work for an event they don't go to a bank or come to our office to get a check and we do not transfer through banks but they get a debit card just after the event they finish it's an international debit card they can go wherever they want to tap and they get the money so it's wow. just like a support system a financial yeah. support for them they need trainings so we do our webinars with our clients who are trainers who are certified trainers so it helps them with technology so there was a lot so i had my nephew he was 18 and then when he came here for internship with us i figured it out that yes the knowledge what they get from outside whether they go for a massive university great universities top rated university but still they don't get this kind of an experience mm-hmm. when what you get in events to per se so that's what our main motto is maybe like tomorrow he doesn't work for an event company but he gains confident he gains how to talk to more multiple people yeah. so that's our main agenda maybe like we might not get a lot of events that's absolutely fine but we know we will and we are getting it yeah and our retention is 99% as per the clients wow no one has gone so far wow and they love it and our 85 to 86% of the business is through referrals it's a huge number that's that's impressive yeah. it's a huge number and we don't get time to market if you can go to our social media we haven't market ever we haven't market for it's people. a good position to be in it, it is it's it's see, we are a very small team right now yeah. it's 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 really good it motivates all of us but yes there's a pressure but now it's like how to enhance our to go to other clients yeah. here also when i when i'm here it's not just to promote our business it's like how we can speak to people and talk about staffing is important it's a part of it now when you see here majority of the stands of staffing stands it was not there before true, very true story even in dubai last year when you see there was couple of companies doing the staffing thing but they were not promoting staffing yeah it's just like okay they are there we are staffing company but there was no even like if you say sponsor uh, what do you call uh, the awards there was yeah. nothing for staffing companies mm-hmm. as a category it's, yeah there's no category for staffing now step by step it will come till the time you raise your voice about it yeah. it's very important for us there are like some companies like us we 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 don't have a clear, uh, great community also right now at present but this is what our thing is we have to build something so that we all can work together yeah. to well they create. are they are the unsung heroes yeah for sure because without i guess like you know the freelancers and the staffing especially now in this in the way that the market is right now you know freelancers are in so much demand they are the unsung heroes because they're the people which businesses like my own in particular rely upon in order to huge, facilitate right? yeah huge. to facilitate the projects that we we have won and we're delivering so yeah you know they're an extension of our team but at the same time they are freelance how, and there's how a huge you, community how have you seen it change over the years 
I think one of the key things which we're struggling with right now, and I don't know if you'd, you'd agree with this, but it's finding the quality of people. Oh my um, God, I've had yeah. so many people say that. It really is. It's, 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 it's like, where did everyone go? Like, yes, we know that absolutely. we lost many people during the pandemic in terms of, you know, they left the industry, but they've just not come back. Or the people back. that are coming into the industry now uh, don't necessarily have the right, you know, right experience, I'm going to say. You know, it takes time to, to develop and to grow and to learn. So it's a very interesting world right now where demand is certainly exceeding supply and finding really good people is a big challenge. That, it's crazy you should say that because every other person I speak to, that's what they say. We can't find good people. Right. See, uh, it's, it's absolutely right. During COVID, a lot of people have gone. Where did they go? Even they started something or the other. They, they became TikTokers. Some, yeah. some have started the businesses or different industry. So it's the part of the recruiter or the companies like us to keep on hiring people year long, which we don't do it because we get comfortable with limited set of people. Of course. And we just want to work with them. Yeah. Because we then, oh, we have given well, a job to them, life is easier. But that's where we come into play. Like we need to make sure every year, like throughout, we keep on hiring people, keep on training people. Oh, so it's, it's, it's the training, tr that's, the that's training. your point of difference. Yes. It's the fact that you train them. So it's the training and it comes to knowledge. Because a lot of people we hire, they don't get the knowledge of what they want to do and what events basically are. And then the training parts comes in where we bring up uh, experts or take them to the event, take them to the venues, train them what exactly these things are, show them visuals. That's a part of our companies like who can actually boon. So uh, how are you training them? Like what, you're writing training packages? You have, tell us a little bit more about that. See, we have training manuals, what we create, uh, plus we, partner with or collaborate with our clients and some trainers uh, not only in the UA but they are from the UK mostly because they got like more experience and more certified people are there so we we do a uh, training sessions for 15 20 30 50 people like this like once a month we do it which helps which helps boost these freelancers whether they're gonna work with us or no it's good that they're gonna work with someone else they get more yeah. experience and we are like that it's okay go work wherever you are but you are trained for our events well I mean it benefits the industry Indeed, this is what our main agenda is, the main motto. So do they have to pay for the training? No. No, it's not, free? Not, not so far. It's we take care of it. Because at the end, like, we have to work. They have to mm. work for our events. And if we would not train them, how would they perform in our events? Yeah. And we take the responsibility of visitor journey from the clients. This is our part. You don't worry about it. Just focus on the exhibitors or your uh, marketing or sales. This is us. And as a recruiter and somebody that finds people for the events industry, what's your biggest challenges right now? Yes, it's people. We get a lot of CVs every day. Yeah, but and it's about the right CVs. Even if you receive a CV, we, uh, three days back, me and my ops guy were sitting and we received a CV. It's, it's written, language, English, uh, objective, to work, thank you. That's the CV. I've seen, I've, seen, I've seen a few of them. Oh, the best one I had was a baker that decided he wanted to work in events. But this is the interesting thing because we've been looking to bring on lots of people for, for projects out, you know, we, we have at the moment. And I guess, you know, the challenge that recruiters have is making sure you're matching the right candidates with the right opportunity. Right. Because often they say that they're experienced or good for a certain role, but that's not really what that experience is right. and what the, the employer needs. See, a lot of people, they don't have exact experience what you're looking for. Yeah, they seem to be good at everything, if that makes sense. Or it's, good it's at very like, broad. Or like a couple of things they are good at and then they learn with it. Yeah. So it's it's good like we can put them in for some of the projects or some of the clients do interview for all the people. Yeah. So now example, we have by three days, four days back, we had 78 people right now. They're working for long-term projects with the clients. 
that's our number. In terms, we have recruited them for the clients. They have been working as freelancers, ushers, registration. Yeah. But we have seen, we have seen their CVs. We have seen them them grow with the education and the work experience they have. So we give it to the clients as well. So these are the CVs. Interview them and see where they fit in your role, best role. So some clients they do not know where exactly do they want people as well. Mm-hmm. They but just they, know they need people. They need people. Yeah. But then they hire, and they hire because uh, for our side it's like our responsibility to make sure the person is right. He speaks well. She speaks well. Writes really well. Confident. Can think out of the box. If there's a pressure, it's not like shit. I don't know how to do it, but then think think out of the box and do it. So it's it's challenging, but it's good. Well, it seems like a real basis, common sense. Yeah, yes. I mean, common sense is not so common. Exactly. It's not common. That's what I'm saying. It's That's a base. It's amazing that 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 having common sense takes you so far. So in terms of that recruitment process, like take us a little bit through that. Like, how do you vet the candidates? You know, what is it that you that's what I'm trying to say. It's like, where, yeah, where do you where, find, like, where do you, where do you find look? them and how do you get the right people? Our registration happens online. Like, they go to a website, they start registering them. We do not post on our social media to be personally like, okay, we are hiring for this disposition. But everyday basis, because of the name is out, uh, we receive 100 plus CVs everyday basis. We receive. But if you want some specific job roles, then we look for the portals. Like, they are indeed is there. LinkedIn is there. There yeah. are some specific areas that we put the, this is what exactly the job role is. This is the salaries. This is what we need. And then a lot more CVs comes into play and we see like these CVs are not exactly because people, they do not read yeah. what exactly is the job. Oh, there's a job. This is the salary. Let's apply. Yeah. I always find it really interesting when people post on LinkedIn, they say like, you know, don't post on the comment section, and send email to email too. And then all you see is like literally hundreds of people saying interested, interested, interested. It's like, no, that wasn't what the request was. I know. Won't be you, won't be you, exactly. won't be you, won't be you. This is how it is. You guys must look at that. That's part of the recruitment process. Right. If you can't follow basic instruction, then how can then you do a job? Like first, like this is the subject line. This is the code you have to mention because we mention a code in a description. Yeah. Because that's that says a lot that person has read what exactly is the requirement out of a thousand only like 50 or 60 people would wow reply. that's the right really? yes i mean that's quite scary common sense is not so, so common, common. <laughs> if you could give some advice to a freelancer that was looking to enter into the industry or was looking for a job what would that be it's always good to mention what exactly your experiences even if you do not have any experience in events it's absolutely fine just mention about your hobbies whatever projects you have done maybe in your university and whenever there's a job role like if they are applying through any social media or anything read the content properly and reply accordingly when you're sending an email mention a subject line and also see to whom you are actually sending rather than dear whoever yeah whoever it may concern yeah it should not be like that if it's written Pramit has sent an email or the, that Pramit has mentioned of the post you're replying to Pramit at Pramit at zine11.com yeah. so mention hi Pramit or dear Pramit whatever you yeah. want to mention that I always get people sending me an email saying hi dear and it's like my grandmother used to say that to me. <laughs> I'm like, hi dear I'm like no 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 someone no. who hasn't even met you never met them before I get it all the time I'm like delete like literally they go into my delete I'm like no 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 no, no. I'm not a deer I'm like I'm not the animal and plus as well like it reminds me of my grandma at weekends when she used to make me go to church so email is good like when you're applying just mention some con- like the cover letter like, a yeah. bit you don't have to explain a lot 
And as per you are applying for different job, different job roles, you have to alter the content what you're writing. It's not the same thing you have to post. Well, it's the ones who just spam it all. They spam it all. I was just say, do you find people copy and paste a lot of things? Yes, a lot. And, I mean, and then they accidentally have the wrong job role and the wrong email. Wrong email. They forgot and then they to change it. who they've sent it to. Yes. It's like 150 yeah. people. <laughs> exactly. They kept us BCC and sent to all the staffing companies, CCCCC. I'm like, wow, thank you for giving us the database also. Wow. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's, it's good. But it's like you can't read what you're doing. You don't know what exactly mm-hmm. you're doing. I do understand sometimes people are getting panic because they're not finding good jobs right jobs but again that's like you need to be very careful for every single step you do because it's showcased like should should they hire you or no it's perception yeah but you sort of touched on an interesting point the thing is though at the same time there's a bit of freelancers out there looking for work and not every recruitment or every you know talent agency is as professional as you guys so there are times where these freelancers are getting frustrated and they're like, you know what, I'm just going to send it and see what happens. I'm tired of not hearing back. Indeed. You know, it's, it's really demoralizing for them. So it's, a, it's, I sort of get it. You know, I've dealt with some recruiters in the past where they just don't treat you as a human. You know, it's just get them out, get them out. What CV do I have? Just churn it out. Do you want to catch up? Can I meet you? No, 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 it's fine. So I sort of get that people are a bit... Again, it's part of our job, our, the companies like ours. Whenever someone is sending a CV, so it's good to reply back to them. Mm. It's always good. It's just like the first step that you're showing to people that we respect you yeah. Yeah, for your time. Thank you. But unfortunately, this week, we won't be able to take a sec forward for the step. So one of, our, uh, one of the persons, she came to our office for a full-time job. We did all the rounds. We do like three, four rounds, and it just not happens with the recruiter. But the ops team, the admin team, all of us take the interview, our part, like yeah. how we feel that person. But at the end, she said, like, okay, I have four kids and I want to work in this staff. You know, like, like, how would you, like, four kids, some, one is like one, one is like 10 in these age groups. Wow. And how would you work? Because we don't have time. Like, time in the sense, there's no schedule. Yeah, come, yeah this, this, is, this is not a easy industry. No, not it's, at all. It's not. Uh, because people right now, to me also, they call at 12. Hi, sir. I need a job. I think, Thank you so much for your call. Can you call me in the morning? Yeah. So, mean like, tw- like midnight. Midnight. Oh, I got, wow. that, I got that the other day. Somebody called me <laughs> two days ago. It was literally like, hi, like, can I get, when, when I'm going to get paid? I'm like, okay, well, first of all, like, you're calling me at 11 p.m. Secondly, it's like, I have no idea who you are. It's like calling during normal office hours. Like, literally, nope, nope, yeah. when am I getting paid? Yeah, literally, that was it. I was like, I have no idea who you are. People don't have any context of time and of, you know, boundaries. But it's a desperation though, isn't it's, it? It's it like is. you said. Also what happened, this questions, we used to receive it way before. But then when we are hiring people or yeah. recruiting people for an event or during the training also, we inform them about their payment structures. And the process and the system. The process, how the payment's going to be there. So now they receive that debit card, right? Yeah. Everyone receives it. So as, idea. so as soon as they receive it, they know the payment's gonna come and yeah. they receive today. We give them a time slot, like two weeks, three weeks, whatever is the project yeah. land, and then they receive the money. And they receive a day prior. Receive yeah. a message, the application gets like popped up, a notification comes in. So this, again, this is a problem. Yeah. So how to solve that? That's where we merged with one of the companies to create that card. Yeah. It, it's not that the first option we had. Yeah. We did cash, we did checks early, initially. Yeah. We did bank transfer. So during COVID, I did bank transfer for 350 people every day so it took so we had uh, 600 people working for that wow. one month 
and it took me seven days to transfer funds. Of course, because it's not an easy process. <laughs> yes, it's not an easy process. So that's why that was a problem and I yeah. wasted my time. And yeah. then we figured it out, this is the best thing what we found. It's interesting how you're using the technology to become more efficient, but also to give people to something give people, which is actually yes. an engagement tool. Right, see it, it came to my mind because when previously I was working, the guy just had 150 dirham uh, event money. So yeah. he came from a line to Abu Dhabi to collect the check of 150. Wow. And he must have spent that much money just by, getting getting there. by getting there. Yeah, of course. So like, why not, like these, because of freelancers, to be fair, our event runs. And because of freelancers, we get our more jobs. Yeah. Because of the freelancers, the clients get happy. Yes, our job is to make them trained, give them proper feedback, give them proper treatment. And if the freelancers won't be there, our events won't run. Yeah. That's what we think and what this is what I tell the clients also. So it's our job to make sure we make their lives comfortable and make them happier also. This it's is a win-win situation. It's a win-win situation for all. So how do you see the, I would say like the future of the industry, not even the future, but how do you see the market now? I mean, like obviously Saudi is a big thing. Qatar is a big thing at the moment. The UAE will continue to be a thing. Like how do you see the market for the for the rest of the year and into 2023? See, right now, what as per our knowledge, we are getting busier. We have booked till 23 already till March before yeah. Ramadan. It's going to be crazy. Yes, Saudi and Qatar will be crazy as well because we are getting requests for both the areas. Saudi will be super, super crazy. How is it going to be managed? Like, I remember well, when Saudi first opened up, at one point, there was no good talent in Dubai because they were all in Saudi. Yeah. So now you've got Saudi, you've got Dubai, you know, the UAE back, you've got Qatar. How are you going to uh, service all of these regions? And at the same time, you're saying good talent is hard to find. So how are you going to do it? See, again, like what I mentioned before, some companies, they have their block members. They will be there throughout. So for us, it's not like we're going to come here and open Xenial and going to start working, but it's, it's with the collaboration. So we are collaborating with companies in, in Saudi. They have the people. We have companies, we have collaborated in Qatar. We are already doing two shows there. And today also is the first day of an event there. It's happening. Yeah. It's, it's there. It's all collabor collaboration. And wherever we all are short with, we keep on doing the new interviews. That's why I said recruitment is a year-long process. It's not that when the events come in, then we have to do it. Okay, we well, the question is, where are you looking to find talent? See, we have. Uh, the people are there. It's not that people aren't, are not there. It's like when you start paying them peanuts. Like when you say this is this is the budget, people you won't show, you won't see people out there. You need to give them value. You need to give value to them. You are here in Saudi. I can see a lot of good people here working. When we did an event, the payment from the clients that was really really low. The people weren't that great. Here I have seen that people are growing now. They are getting more exposure in events. They are they are really well presented, like proper uniform. They were on time. Like I came in the morning. Early, like if you see like three, four months back, it, they were not. Mm. The talent is here. It's again, it becomes like train them. This is what it is needed. The talent is there everywhere, even Qatar, even Dubai, even Abu Dhabi, even in Saudi. It's there. It's just nice to find out. Like social media platforms, people are, people are there. Connect them. And uh, now we are using a technology uh, which is boosting in, in UA, which is still in the beta version. That would really help the industry. It's not only for us, but it's for the industry we are bringing in that will bring all these freelancers together in one roof, under one roof. Like, it will be helpful for all. Nice. It's amazing to see how companies and people like yourself are trying to grow 
the I industry. Think that, I think people are really, you know, there was there was a time where in the events industry you literally got paid peanuts. Yeah. You know, I think I think people are understanding again the value of like before it was like oh it's just a hostess she's got to stand it's on there it doesn't matter what it is but now they're really understanding it's your first point of call of course and and that, that will set the scene now days. it's getting yeah. you know much better and there is a respect there for the talent and brands need to really make sure that they're positioning themselves yeah. correctly by hiring the right people to represent yeah. them yeah. I think we've definitely grown as an industry. Yeah, yeah. we're working on we're working See, 2022 was like, as a global, if you see, it's $178 billion industry now. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Yes, as you said, like we were niche, just niche in, in the pie chart. If you see staffing, it's okay. We'll take care of it at the end. One of our clients recently in July, uh, I was like, hi. So we did last year. So when, when is the request coming? So let us know so we can plan it ahead because the season is getting busy. Our staffing is just our end thought. We haven't last thought about thought. it. Last minute. It's one of the Not most now. important now. Not now. Maybe yeah. like a couple of weeks before. I'm like, sure. Pramit, thank you so thank much you for so joining us in Saudi and good luck with the rest of the show. Thank you so much, Dan. Take Thanks care. Hi, I'm Lily. And I'm Dan. We are The Loaded.